Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. everybody, welcome to episode 221 of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassion please for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Mike, we missed you on the last episode. We were previewing the trade deadline. We, pretty sure, only were able to land on, like, yeah, Letty's probably gone and the Mysticock's gone. Uh, but I had no idea what our return was going to be. Um... So, yeah, we get to go over that a little bit. I, I did a couple of uh, quick episodes that uh, for anybody that followed along and subscribed to the show so that you could see our live episodes. Uh, because you caught those other two shorties, I really appreciate it. Mike, I am super learning that it doesn't pay to go live on YouTube too often. Uploaded, <laughs> uploaded the Nick Letty trade results. Uh, yeah. thousand views in, in a day. Um, did the the Vladdy one yeah. live? Nice little short snippet episode. Got a couple of comments. Chatted with some of the fans. Yeah, four hundred views. Mm. It's got. I think it's because I upload those videos. I think YouTube serves them up in a different way. It's kind of weird. But anyway, uh, depending on which one you found us with, uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, you guys uh, definitely had a blast with that. A lot of different opinions coming uh, left and right. Uh, whether or not that was a good enough trade deadline. Of course, we have some thoughts. Um, I think I shared a few of them. Mike, you get to share your thoughts on the trade deadline. Um, first of all, we got shout outs in the comments already, but shout out to Jake Rivard. Thank you so much for coming aboard. That was an absolute blast. I can't believe uh, the the numbers we did on that on that episode. It, it just kind of felt like the live viewers just kept rolling in and rolling in. So, um, Jake, thanks for coming along. We just happened to hit like that perfect sweet spot of time when to start recording. So I think, uh, I think we might have a new recording time. On Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, uh, yeah. So I appreciate everybody that tuned in for that episode as well. Uh, but of course, Tristan thrown in there, babe, time to wake up. BOD podcast is on Tristan. What's going on? Chewy's aboard. Chewy, what's going on? Chewy. Hey, look at that cool shirt in his thumbnail. Oh yeah, Chewy's wearing his Red Wings. Ring. Hey, my dude. Thanks. Actually, I'm I'm glad that Chewy and Mike. I'm glad you pointed that out. I'm glad Chewy changed his thumbnail. Mike, yes. we said for every fleece, we would give away an Iserplan fleece. So here's the thing: 
We're not gonna. I, no, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> I just, I, I thought it would be funny if we laid this out and we're just like, we're just kidding. We just wanted people to show up and watch the live episode. No, Mike, I would say one, one fleecing on the trade deadline. Um, fleecing. I mean, it's so hard to define, but you could almost make the argument that you know there, there is sort of an, an element of, of wash. Um, as we, I mean, we really don't know what's going to happen with the Nick Letty trade. I, I said initially fleece. Fleece just seems like a strong word. Uh, but I think it, it just is one where it was obvious to me the Red Wings won. Um, I think for Vladdy, I think you got fair value. I think uh, a lot of people are upset about that. But for the sake of this show, for the sake of this game, <clears throat> Mike, yeah, we're going to give away two sweatshirts. We're going to pretend Woo! that we fleece like the it. Dallas Stars. <laughs> So we've got two sweatshirts going out today. Uh, what you want to do is uh, chat with us in the comments. And uh, what we're going to do is uh, pick a couple of folks at random uh, after. Well, I guess we have to do it at the end of the show because we don't want to miss anybody. But um, we're going to collect all your names, throw them on a spreadsheet here, hit the go button. And uh, we'll have we'll have a couple of names at the end of the episode uh, who will be going home with a nicer plant sweatshirt. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's titled the Iser plan fleece fleece. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, do you, do you want to open with the trades first? Yeah. Um, okay. actually my slides are about halfway in the middle of that conversation. So we'll, we'll back all the way up. Uh, I, I wanted to start the slides here. I wanted to start with the Dallas, uh, trade with, uh, us getting a fourth round pick for Nemestikov. 2024. Fourth round pick, so we're a couple mm-hmm. years away, but uh, it doesn't hurt to to start throwing some eggs in that basket. I mean, it's one of those things. Like looking back, I think we wish that some of our 2022 picks that we traded for were actually 2023s. So you're diversifying your portfolio. I like it. I'm a big fan of this. You don't want to. I, I think there is something to not you know to not having too many draft picks uh, in one year. I know that kind of sounds silly, but there is an element of organizing all these guys and being able to develop them and, and put them in the right spots and, and not having too many, I think can hurt. Um, I'm sorry, having too many, I think can hurt. So that's like, I don't know, maybe would affect your decision on what uh, year I, I'm okay getting. That's like a half a percent. You know what I mean? So there, there's an element to it. I think you could make an argument that there's a, a good reason to do that. Um, and really, I, the long and short of it here is, is I just think I, I'm not upset about it. And and uh, I'm trying to justify it. But also, if this was a, a 2025 fourth round pick, I'm, I'm still fine with the what we received here. Because we talked about a fifth or a sixth for, for Domestikov. I mean, we, we have to be realistic here. Um, he did play first line minutes for us. But uh, not not such a great lineup. So I, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I, I'm cool with this deal. I think Vladdy's even probably going to come back in the summer. Uh, Trevor Thompson tried to get an answer from Stevie. Of course, Steve, being the genius that he is, reminded Trevor Thompson he can't actually comment on whether or not he's going to attack anybody in free agency. That would be considered uh, tampering. <laughs> exactly. Um. But uh, I think his answer still laid out a strong possibility that Vladdy would, uh, so would return. let me say, because um, putting these two trades together, Matt, I feel like I no longer have a grasp on what human worth is. Um, 
to uh, kind of expand on that, the you know we're here every night. We see what Letty brings to the table. We see brought what Nemestikov brought to the table. And I think if you were to ask, you know, not not a casual fan, uh, you know, somebody who actually watches the games every night, uh, kind of keeps track of the stats, has a you know an interest in the in the what we call affectionately the deep cut analytics, and and we we also try to mix that with the eyeball test. And I feel like nine out of ten people would say Vladdy was a more valuable contributor to this team um, as a defensive forward, who we could kind of you know sprinkle in you know, a lot of minutes on the third line or in a pinch, put them on the first or second line, uh, play a lot of roles for you. Um, not ideally your, you know, power play contributor, but, you know, you'd rather see him on the penalty kill. Pretty, pretty diverse guy, I, I think, in our opinion. Yeah. Um, so for him to only fetch a fourth rounder um, and, you know, going to Dallas, which, you know, if the playoffs started today, I think they squeak in at the eighth seed. Um, so I don't know if he's, uh, you know, the last piece to make them a cup contender. Um, so really just a, a puzzling move, um, I guess from Dallas's side. And then I, I guess, I, I don't know what the other like opposing GMs were watching. Cause I, I don't think it was tape on Nemestikov's, uh, 2021, 2022 season, because I, I don't feel like he's only a fourth rounder, especially when you see what we fetched for Letty. And I, and I mean, you know, we saw it every night. I, what, um, what the, what the blues are trying to cash in on is that, um, yeah, Letty's numbers weren't there, but he was playing on the Red Wings, but I, that's what they're banking on. And I feel like we, we watched him every night. We gave him opportunities, you know, um, on special teams. We let him, you know, have opportunities to try and play with Cider, um, and it never, it didn't feel like he was, um, you know, like tanking it because he's playing on a, you know, a, a non-playoff team. It kind of felt like uh, maybe, you know, maybe he's just a little overvalued. So as far as like a fleece goes, Matt, I feel like this is a another highway robbery for Iserman, who got a second round pick back and, you know, two, two, I don't want to use the word prospect because they play in the NHL. But two guys that, you know, we can kind of, you know, experiment with and see if they pan out and they're guys we can give some real minutes to. So it, this this felt like highway robbery to me. And putting those two trades together, again, a come full circle, I don't understand human worth. Because if they're watching Nick Letty tape, I, I didn't feel like, you know, we're really missing out on an asset. It kind of felt like, uh, you know, we tried this experiment, not really for us. Well, yeah, I think... Uh... What stinks is that uh, we just both talked from one side, from liking it and and disliking it. I feel like uh, no, I know, actually I, I no, I like the moves. I like the I like this trade. Did you not like this one? Oh, I I I, I did. I I was talking about uh, the Nemestikov trade, and I said it was fair value. But uh, oh, you, took, I... you took a huge dump on that. That's uh, that's what I was yeah. talking about. Yeah, we can disagree on stuff. No, um, I, yeah, we can. You didn't present it as a disagreement. You're you came right in, just like yeah, uh, Vlad deal wasn't great, and I was like, wait a minute, I just said the exact opposite. I just, I, I just garbage. thought I, I don't understand. If you watch both of those tapes together, I mean, do you do you really see Letty is that much more valuable than Domestikov? Um, 
I think what I'm also taking into consideration is is like what the perception is league-wide. Like Letty came in uh, to this season getting asked if we would be able to fetch a first-round pick for him. And we've mentioned that before. Right. Nemistikov has moved, uh, I think, for the same value before. So it's it's just kind of one of those things where you've been defined That's in one I mean, area. Where it, it doesn't feel like the GMs who were part of these trades with the Red Wings, it, it doesn't feel like they were watching tape. It felt like they were kind of going in with preconceived notions about what both players were without watching well, them this season. I'll, I'll say this. Nemistikov has a pretty, he had a pretty good season. I think he played uh, a lot of good minutes with uh, some of our best players on the team. And um, I, I've always said Nemistikov is a very unique asset because he can do everything, but he's not amazing at one thing. And I think it, at least in the past for Nick Letty, you've seen him be amazing at carrying some offensive play as an offensive defenseman. So I, I think you're kind of taking that chance to like bring in, like if you're lacking something in one area, you want to bring in that one thing. I think the idea of bringing in a Nemestikov who can do everything, but not a single thing is, is he going to, change your team is he going to fill the hole he just like he could fill any hole it's just not going to be completely full where maybe if you are lacking um performance from your defenseman offensively you could bring in a nick letty and hope for a little bit of a boost based on his past experience obviously not based on this year i think we saw flashes this year and i think it might even be fair to say i talked about this with uh with jake i think we've talked about it too um you bring in a guy like nick letty the conversation that Iserman had uh, on his, his uh, post-game, or I'm sorry, uh, po- uh, after the trade deadline press conference, what the hell would you call that? What do you call that? What the fuck? <laughs> anyway. Uh, press conference uh, works. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, his uh, post-trade <clears throat> deadline press conference. Uh, he said part of the aspect was here he wanted to bring Nick Letty back, or he was in contract negotiations. Uh, those didn't go anywhere. So he moved them. So I, I think there's an element where if we're always trying to guess, are these guys motivated to play? Are they motivated to do everything they can for this team? Uh, you can look at it on the ice and sometimes we can infer a guy's playing kind of crappy and maybe the motivation's gone. And we've said that before about, you know, certain games where Nadelkovich gave up a ton of goals because there was no defense. Sometimes a ton of goals were going in. So we said, well, yeah, maybe the defense just gave up. Nick Letty doesn't want to sign with us, Mike. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a strong possibility basing, uh, you know, his performance and the fact that he didn't want to sign with us, that he wasn't very happy here. So you you saw flashes this year. We had one really good game out of Nick Letty where he was dancing around uh, his opponents, creating offense, and it might have been one of those things where, I mean, we can speak to reality. Coaches can talk. GMs can talk. They can let Letty know, hey, there's scouts here. Uh, I know this sounds kind of movie-ish. I know this sounds kind of like, you know, you're... Should we have done that uh, a few more times so we could have got yeah. some uh, a higher quantity of good games out of Nick Letty? Hey, the, I, I, the avalanche are here. You should uh, lay some up and actually give a shit tonight. <laughs> I'm just saying because of how the flashes of Nick Letty's play were so great when they were good and how often he would just disappear. I My my guess is that there was a motivation issue. There was a I don't want to be here issue again, not signing with us. And um, 
I I, th I think we we'd be crazy to think that there isn't an element of hey, there's scouts here. If you want to get traded, here's here's your shot. Um, I think we'd be crazy to think that those conversations don't actually happen because these guys are all human beings. They're all real. Uh, and I, I like to think that those real human beings would have real conversations. Now, Mike, we've missed almost an entire episode of comments. Oh, my God. Um, we got to get those in there, please. Tristan throws out there. And I wanted to save this until we got to the blues conversation. But you just you just roll right in. There. I want to do a big old transition into the next trade. Uh, knowing Steve that 2023, uh, 2023 second will become a first line center. Fingers Probably. crossed. Yeah. Uh, Curtis is mad at us. We started too early. Curtis, we just, I got to roll when the kids fall asleep. <laughs> so I apologize. Joey's throwing out there. There's always a method to the eyes are playing madness. Um, I, I think that goes along with what Tristan was saying. I, I think these are always just one chess move. And, you know, sometimes we, we have to wait a little bit longer for the grand finale. Um, Tristan bringing up some bad news, reminding us that Hurdle signed a long contract. Um, Campus Krampus also <laughs> signed a long one. So our two favorite free agent targets are gone. Uh, but Tristan thrown out there, we probably have to trade for a center in the offseason now, right? And, and Well... Have I to? don't know. I, th I, I think, think we're gonna. I think we're gonna dedicate more time to this discussion. But you know, you and I saw that it looks like Forsberg is still not signed an extension. So there's still a shot we could get him from Nashville. Matt, I know you're gonna roll your eyes, but maybe well, Kadri. And to, and to tell Tristan too, since he wasn't a part of the conversation, we're we're not. You know, obviously Forsberg's not a center, but we were just trying to spend some of our money uh, in the off season. So we we are still looking. Uh, you know. I, I'd have to do more research to figure out what would be a good trade option. Uh, Cause I, I don't know if you even need to play the game. Well, I don't uh, know how you can play that game or... fairly when you're trying to simulate Steve Eiserman's brain because of the way he just plucks, you know, people like Nadelkovic out of thin air. So I, I don't know who's on the table when it's like a normal GM versus when Eiserman's making a call. Uh, Tristan thrown out there. I personally don't think we bring back uh, Vladdy only because when Steve was asked if we'd resign re him in the off season, his answer was that's a possibility, but our ultimate goal is to be a better team for next year and use this off season to do that. Tristan, I, I, the, what I gathered from that. Oh, my last Mike. Uh, what I gathered from that comment, especially after he told Trevor Thompson off is that all those possibilities are open. I, I don't think, um, I don't think the market for Vladdy will be too hard to sift through. I, I think Steve will, will, especially if he wants to, like there, there's always this, we have no idea what Steve's thinking. We could both say, I think Steve's going to give it a thought. Tristan says, I don't think he's going after him. I think if he does give it a thought, I think Steve's on the top of that list. Um, yeah. Tristan, I think we both gathered different things from that same comment. Like, uh, like I addressed earlier. Um, Chewy, a big fan of uh, the size of uh, Oscar, of course, six foot three, and size of Jake. Uh, not not too shabby, six foot one. He's not a tiny guy by any means. Not the largest defenseman that Steve Eisman has uh, has ever brought aboard any of his teams. Uh, but yeah, pretty pretty good size uh, for both those boys. Yeah, we do know uh, Steve likes them big. Yeah, Eric throws out there, Letty trade was name value only. Eric, absolutely. I don't think anybody watched this tape this year. 
I mean, I, it, there's no – I'm stunned that we got our second-rounder back. I thought the way he played, it would be a third-rounder and maybe somebody, you know, some prospect you haven't heard of. But guys who are actually playing in the NHL and Steve got his second-round back, that's – I mean, that's an Iserman fleece right there. And you know what? I'll, I'll throw this in there, too. We <clears throat> uh, Steve mentioned this in his press conference, but – he was talking about all the guys that, you know, whether or not they're being, you know, we, we were talking about them being traded. We knew the left side of the defense was going to be pretty wide open next year uh, with the amount of guys that we actually had uh, signed. So it's still going to be that case on the left side of the defense. And we could talk about this later because I do want to bring up uh, Cap Friendly and kind of discuss what the future is for this team based on who didn't get moved. But yeah. uh to that end, you've brought aboard another guy who's basically in this area of like, all right, let's see what he's got, and maybe we we bring him aboard, and that contract is going to be super reasonable. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, also, keep an eye on how many games Jake plays, uh, because I think if uh, if they don't get him up to 17 total games, was posted by Max Boltman earlier this week, uh, he can become an unrestricted free agent. Of course, us losing a little bit of power since he's – Currently in RFA, so something to keep on. Uh, keep on uh, your if mind he's there. not injured, I guarantee he's playing every single game. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't a bad first game, definitely. Um, I mean, we can get a little bit deeper into this. Um, I don't. All right, I brought this up so I didn't forget to talk about him. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? All right, let's <laughs> look at some of the uh, some of the analytics here from Jay Fresh uh, Sunfist as uh, we learned over, you know, after having to uh, bring him over in the trade and, and some of the conversations keep wrapping around uh, his his knee problems. Uh, so there was a lot of potential at one point and uh, some injuries have really brought him down. I would point out in 1920, my man was over 75% war percentile. Uh, clearly he's taken quite the dip. And I, I just want to remind folks to certainly the injury has hurt him. Uh, but when he's playing these fourth line minutes, I mean, this is something that's that kind of follows every fourth line. These guys are starting in the defensive zone. And that's one of the things I feel like gets missed all the time when these uh, analytic tables are built. Is that clearly you're going to benefit when you're starting the offensive zone, uh, especially when these analytics are based off of shots on net primarily and attempts on net, uh, but then vice versa. So, um, I'm not saying get super excited about Oscar. I'm just saying there's, you know, there's some potential here. And uh, I think he showed at least some tenacity uh, on the offensive side. Uh, we saw him crash in the net that kind of helped Joe Valeno get uh, that first goal. Uh, of course, uh, Flyers defense did a great job of setting a pick as well on Carter Hart. Uh, but I think the one that everybody seems to be more excited about, uh, 25, or I guess, wait, is he 20? Is he 25 or 26? I thought he was 26. Anyway, uh, Jake coming in again, like we just mentioned, six foot one, left side defenseman. Uh, he is an RFA if we can hit those 17 games. Uh, but pretty much, I mean, from an, from the analytics side, we know his he's not playing the toughest competition in the world. You can actually see Jake Fresh uh, measured it as a three percent. Uh, 26, first. by the way. 20. Okay, so yeah, this is wrong. Um, Level of competition, uh, bottom three percent uh, in the league. So he he doesn't you you know he doesn't have like the toughest assignments, but he doesn't get those not tough assignments and fail. He succeeds. I think 
that means he's ready for the next test. We can see what's going on. But ultimately, I think this this is definitely the one that um, if you want to like big brain it and pretend like you know more uh, as I'm doing, I'm way more excited about Jake Wallman. Probably way more than I should be. I can I can admit that. Let's be real here. Uh, he did have a pretty good looking first game. <laughs> Uh, he does attack pretty hard in the neutral zone, and we are in desperate need of effort like that. But, um, yeah, so it, it, it's like you mentioned, I think it's good we got a couple of bodies. I think it's good we have another potential uh, guy we can bring uh, along with us for next season because that left side, it's, you know, it's pretty hard to fill up that many spaces. Um, you know, who who knows what Mark Stahl wants to do Uh He's at that thousand game mark. He's got his beautiful family, as we saw the other night. Maybe it's time to call it quits himself. Who cares if we want to bring him back? Does Mark want to wrap it up? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's like, you know, it's not going to make an impact like, you know, we expect Edmondson to uh, next season. But, you know, you can see that most of his numbers are coming in even strength, um, offense and defense. So, he, you know, again, just kind of showing you he's going to be more of a depth guy. And they're just putting him, they're going to try to put him in situations where he can succeed. Um, I know you were talking a little bit about uh, before the show started, you know, kind of with uh, Lindstrom. My God, is this uh, some way we could get those two on the same pairing and see how, see if they can actually like, you know, figure it out together instead of just playing like the the bottom tier um, opponents, see if they can somehow figure out a way to raise that plateau a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it's not like Letty was playing like a number one or a number two. So, I mean, you, you arguably got your second round pick back and you basically got, you know, another f- bottom four defenseman the way he, not, not awful. I don't want to completely throw him under the bus, but I think we're just kind of, we were underwhelmed um, from what we got. Okay. I just want to throw out there too, for anybody, um, of course, listening on the podcast, we have to describe this a bit, but we're bringing up the Rapham charts for uh, Oscar Sunfist and Jake Wallman. Um, this is the comparison uh, chart. Uh, clearly, we're not trying to compare these guys, uh, but brought this up just to kind of show uh, through two different models, Jake actually passes uh, the test here. And I it's going to say the eyeball test, but that's because we're looking at a visual chart. Uh, but he passes the test at least from expected goals for Corsi four per 60 expected goals against per 60 and Corsi against per 60. He's, he's in the top half of the league of finding success. It's uh, the finishing while he's on the ice is not there. Mike just talked about it. It's not getting a ton of minutes. Guess who he's playing with guys who aren't going to put the puck in the back of the net. So not a big surprise that goals four per 60, not super high. Something a lot of people again, will forget as they go through these charts. Don't forget it, folks. Don't forget it. All right, so again, a couple of good-looking tables here. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> one of them. One good-looking well, table. Easy, uh, yeah. <laughs> Other one's bad. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Uh, da, 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 da. Curtis, uh, I like this one. Uh, I'm right there with you, feeling more excited than I should about Wallman. <laughs> I mean, we're all. I think we're all going to be very guilty of it, especially if he has another good game. We're, we're going to get too excited because I – I think right now with the way uh, Lindstrom is trending, we might have gotten a little too excited about him too. Clearly, 23 years old. Plenty of room to improve. But uh, it's one of those things where we see a good chunk of good games and we forget that uh, it is about an 82-game season. Um, Ace thrown out there. Ace is fun, by the way. I I like chatting with Ace during the hockey games. Uh, Sunfist looks slow and confused. 
Scoring on an empty net and assisting on one is not that impressive. <laughs> I'm going to need to see more. Um, so you yeah, the see only a thing... second empty netter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I was a fan of was that Joe Valeno goal where he actually did. It, it's kind of like he knew, you know, what is a guy with knee problems who can't skate? What can he do? Well, he can throw his whole body at the net. Um, if he's at that point, uh, and what are we talking about? A 27-year-old guy? If he's at the point where he, he know or 28, um, he knows that's where he's got to put himself. It's good level of awareness. Not so great when it comes to like a long-term relationship with a hockey player. Um, it, you know what I mean? Like he's already like, well, I'm not going to be effective anywhere, but <laughs> you know, throwing my entire body at the goaltender. So uh, let's go. Um, yeah, not not great news, but that was a good play. That was a good move based on who Sungfist is. So I'll stand behind that comment, damn it. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, first impressions for both. I think we're definitely kind of tipping the scales one way or the other. Um, I don't know. I mean, Iserman saw something in this guy. So I, I, I'm gonna, I'm going to give the Iserman judgment a, a few more games before we totally give up on Sunquist. Well, some of it, too, could have just been moving a 28-year-old guy with almost a $3 million contract who has no knees. And that's how you're going to get your second – that's how you're getting your second round pick back as you take him on. So there there might be an element to that as well. Uh, so you can't forget that. All right. I clearly did. <laughs> The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins as the action rolls on. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big, too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 and over. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Tristan uh, does throw out there. He wants our next episode to be the hunt for the red second liner. Um, I, I threw it. I made it uh, a little Sean Connery liner. fan out there. Yeah, exactly. Nice. He's a yeah. little nod there to the hunt for red October. Um, I don't mind doing that at all. Uh, that's a lot of research, though. Well, Matt uh, has work every day, so we'll see what happens. It's going to happen. I can't guarantee it's going to be the next episode. But, um, you know, we're, we're right now, I already talked about, we got to get a good base on free agent. We've talked about it all year. But uh, the only thing we've done free agent-wise is talk about your top, your guys who are in top six positions right now. And we've kind of weighed our options there, but I think it's time where we're going to have to go a little bit deeper for free agents. And then uh, we can take a look at who's potentially a, a good trade target as well. And uh, 
we'll 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 do that. I can't guarantee it's the next episode, but uh, you'll just everybody just keep tuning in every episode, and you'll you'll find out. Um. All right, everybody's dogging on Sungfist. You don't have any knees. I don't know how you're gonna skate. Um, <laughs> I think I think we're good to move on because oh, Tristan says no problemo. Appreciate you guys considering my suggestion. Of course, Tristan. Oh, absolutely. That's a I, those are my favorite discussions. Um, off season stuff, trade online stuff. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean. You know, there's a couple of UFAs that we want to look at, but definitely, um, like, trades that GMs could make and then trades that Iserman could somehow swindle. So that's, like, a, a whole other tier that I think we'd want to kind of explore, um, you know, to fill that gigantic hole um, for the, the cap sheet and obviously on the roster. So, yeah, absolutely on, on board with that. All right. Well, we're going to be doing a lot of screen shares here because we do have some highlights for the game. Make uh, sure you got them muted, man. Stop trying to get us canceled. <laughs> we haven't gotten kids yet, uh, but I did want to point out Keith Gave, Mike, got a new book coming out. Um, now, he hasn't revealed all the details yet, so I don't want to comment too much, but he did tweet earlier today that um, I'm going to I'm gonna say at least a portion because I don't know if all of them are going, and I don't want to lead you guys astray and have you buy this book, but I know at least a portion of these are going to help Vladdy, uh, who is losing some of his benefits uh, from that car accident. And um, as uh, Keith Gave put it himself, uh, so he's got his new book, Vlad the Impaler, coming out. Um, You know, auto insurance is quite the B-I-T-C-H. So uh, we're going to do two things here. I want to promote Keith Gave for, uh, God, if he put this book together just to help out Vladdy, and uh, Keith, again, a friend of the show, uh, God bless him. Uh, but two, I want you guys to go, number one, if you can, um, the GoFundMe uh, was something we retweeted. So you guys can just go head on over to at BOD Hockey if you guys want to support Vladdy. Uh, again, Vladdy Konstantinov, uh, if you want to support him there, um, head on over to our uh, at BOD Hockey. You can find uh, we retweeted this tweet for, for Keith. But head on over to at Keith Gave and get set up if you guys want to pre-order Vlad the Impaler, the book. Uh, he's kind of talking about it like it's a part two to the Russian Five book. So uh, more stories uh, surrounding the 1997 Stanley Cup and, uh, of course, the horrible tragedy that followed. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Keith, friend of the show. And um, got a couple of options there to help uh, Vladdy as well. Uh, so, I recommend before any of you do any sort of donations to any charity, of course, do uh, do some research, make sure you're going in the right direction here. But this was uh, looks set up by uh, was set up by Konstantinov's family. So uh, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, but you want to read a book about Vlad the Impaler, you got two options. So I did want to give that shout out uh, during the episode. Uh, so, yeah, you guys go check that out. I will be buying that book. Very good chance we'll be giving away one of those books. So, uh, well, you know what? I I take that back. Buy your own book and maybe we'll give one away. <laughs> We're probably going <laughs> to give one away, but don't wait. If you want the book, go support Keith and Flatty. Damn it. Go buy the book. All right. <clears throat> Jesus. Where are we? Um <laughs> You we were gonna flyers. go over, uh, yeah. You never, you know, you ever get like uh, emotionally crater on your local hockey team, and then uh, 
the Philly Flyers come in and inject a little uh, that happy chemical in the old brain. Woo! Man, we look like a real team again. Thank you, Philadelphia. <laughs> I appreciate your sacrifice. There's endorphins just just pumping, coursing through us. Um, well, what do you want to hit first, Mike? You want to hit uh, the highlights for Mo Sider, or you want to take a look at some Jakob Verona goals? Oh, well, you know, let me uh, let me get some let me get some sizzle first, and then we'll settle in with some some Mo steak. Ooh, I, Give me that Verona sizzle. Give me that sizzle. That snapping shot. Uh, Mickey Redman almost fell out of the booth. Uh, well, from the wake. Oh, you could probably hear it in the background. I'm trying to set it up so that the sound isn't playing. And I, <laughs> I hear you trying to get him over there. <laughs> you know who else is listening? Is Valley Sports. What was that? Huh? It better not be somebody on our payroll. I hear. <laughs> so uh, again, all of you podcast listeners, don't forget to tune in live so you can watch these with us. Um, Mike, uh, this was my mm, third favorite highlight of the night. Now. <laughs> A little bit of background <clears throat> on this goal. I've thought about about you as a person. All right, but go ahead, man. Third, third highlight. A little bit of context here. Uh, yeah. Larkin's going to get the assist. Now, Mike, this is one of the few times Larkin was on the ice with Verana, and it wound up being a goddamn goal. I don't know how many times and how many different ways I need to say that I want to see Verana playing with Larkin. Uh, I got it. I got it last night. Did you feel good? And my man Verona got wide open, and Larkin knew that Verona was going to get wide open. He knew that he could pass to Verona. Verona was going to put it in the back of the net. It, it's just that's what we're about to watch. I don't, I don't know why I have to get this. Oh, but we need our second line. To do. No, if they this no, we can have a one good line. We're not going to the playoffs. Please, can we stop playing this game? Because I want to see 60 minutes, Mike, uh, of this. Larkin right. coming in. Look at let's just stop. Look at look at this. Verona knows what's up already. Larkin right now, when we we have another highlight of this. I too. count uh, one, two, three, four flyers staring at Larkin. Yes. Uh, Verona, Verona just kind of hanging out by himself on a wide open island. You've got all five fires on this replay. And now. he's in the happy zone too, right in the center of that beautiful circle. Woo! If we if we pull up that other replay in a second here, which uh, I know you guys like waiting five minutes for the next replay to pop up. <laughs> That's our favorite thing, man. Yeah. Larkin's eyes are staring at Carter Hart. And now he's done staring and he's gonna no, whip no, the puck no, no, on no, over no. to Verana. Look at that. That's a wide open net. Can we say that? Is that that's fair, right? Wide open net for Verana. Boom. Goal. Verona's pointing at Larkin, but damn it all the hell. I love I love Larkin, but this play does not happen if Larkin doesn't know that Verona's right there. Yeah. I don't know what's uh, more beautiful, that that play or the sound Mickey made uh when he was trying to analyze it. And he just sounded like me taking a bite of like a perfectly cooked steak. Oh, oh. <laughs> he he almost ran out of words. It was just sounds at that point. But yeah, uh, this um, is the fastest I've ever pulled up replay number two. So this is Larkin's got the puck. He's moving. He's already moving in the zone. Look at his head. Start straight ahead. The whole defense is like, oh my god, we got to either get Bertuzzi or block Larkin. Oh, there's oh yo no god. Just, oh, we're so screwed. There you go, bingo, bingo. Man, please call me a moron. Uh, it's fine. I just want to see these guys playing together. It's, that's what I want. That's what I want. 
Yeah, Philly, uh, I love playing the Flyers. Oh, man, <laughs> I could play them every game. Are I we 4-0 now this season against the Flyers? <laughs> I know. I'm like 99% sure we've won every game, and it felt like pure domination every single time. We are like, wow, these guys are pretty good. We're going to be in the playoffs. This looks great. Yeah, this is, this was a great next game, uh, especially like we we uh, we haven't looked at the advanced analytics yet, but um, you can tell this was a team that didn't have Claude Giroux anymore. <laughs> it was, yeah. uh, I think their expected goals uh, for for the game was one. Uh, so yeah, it's, yeah they did pretty uh, good. It's a pretty they easy got three number. Of them. Yeah, yeah, good for them. <laughs> Uh, now this is the other side. Um, this is just kind of the idea. Like if you could get Verana and Raymond trading off on who's going to be shooting from either side of the net. Man, I hear sound. Oh God. Man, I was talking. Oh, damn it. We're so screwed. That stupid game I'm playing. Um, yeah, just, you know, this is our little, it's our boy, sweet baby Ray putting one away. I love saying that. Um, I don't really know what Mickey was trying to highlight there. Why don't we try and figure that out? Mickey grabs his pen. Oh, okay. He's doing the pass here, shot there, puck and net. All right. Good job, Mickey. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he really committed to the length of those lines. I think he, he actually could have drawn them a little bit longer. Just kind of stretch it all the way across the screen, and then you're going to see another one go zigzag that way. So um, I, I would say, Mike, if I if I right now could, had the telestrator and I could draw lines, like I'm I'm focusing on like what the defense is doing, maybe like where Carter Hart's eyes going. Uh, you know, we have, I think there's somebody else. Uh, you know, I, yeah. Can I, I'm going to piggyback on your point because <laughs> it's uh the puck goes here, here and here. Yeah. God forbid, like uh, at the top of the blue line, like there was some deking. So then would Mickey be going, so you're going to see a little deke here. And then it get passed on one side. He goes away over here to the other side. Here goes another deke. Oh, and he goes around the net. Oh, there's a pass over there. Just a bunch of little cinnamon rolls. Yes. <laughs> Constellations all over the place. Um, yeah, no, cute. but I, I like your idea. I think uh, just maximizing the uh, skadoodler, um, you know, from uh, our beloved John Madden, uh, rest his soul. <laughs> I do like the idea of kind of drawing that point where the, like, the defense is. Because hockey is, is so fascinating, like, when you line up the geometry, like, what it takes to make, a like, a dink-dunk goal go in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially, like, with we saw with Larkin the way he's able to get everybody kind of in a line looking at him. So it made that wide open uh, opportunity for Verona. But uh, instead we have Mickey uh, drawing his favorite number, number seven, just kind of squiggled all the way across the screen. So. Ace wants to, he wants us to talk about how Verona <laughs> has zero assists. Ace, I do want to talk. I want him to finish the season with zero assists because all I want him to do is shoot. <laughs> guy's got an incredible good. shot. That's a good way of looking at it. I mean, we don't have, I don't, I didn't pull up the highlight and I kind of regret it. That would have been a good one to, to like, this would be. Who was the kid like, on the Mighty Ducks that all he had was a slap shot? Exactly. Um, um, obviously, Veron is more talented than that kid, but I, I mean, he's like easily our best shot on the team. Is yeah, that... and, and we're talking about a guy who's getting that shot rolling as he's also getting his feet underneath him or his skates underneath him. So I, I think if we're going to, I'm, I, I will be Ace. I don't know if you're asking us to harp on Verana. He's probably the no, last I th- guy. No, he's being tongue. In, he's being tongue in cheek, I think. But um, <laughs> and eventually, he's going to get some assists. It's just uh, 
this team has so much trouble scoring. It just kind of feels nice to see somebody who has such a like a natural affinity for it, like just showing off their talent, like on a game by game by game by game basis. Um, and yeah, Curtis, right on board with us. <laughs> Brana has no business passing. Um, it should be outlawed, where Blashill benches him for a period if he passes. <laughs> he like when just oh, yeah. go ahead. Zidina does one of those shots at a guy that's right in front of him. Boom! Right to jail. Um, <laughs> that's 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 the kind of it's uh, the kind of quick. I call. like that uh, esoteric Parks and Rec reference, man. How to? I you know what? I'm cheating. I, oh, I used go it right earlier. to jail. I yeah. used it earlier today, so I, is that I really. Fred yeah, that's Fred Armisen. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good one. We, we I got to cue that one up. We don't do enough gifts. Um, we've got we've got a couple of them. And uh, not like, normally like used in a lot of podcasts. I think you want to out there. Maybe get some drops. <laughs> oh yeah, we probably need drops. Probably uh, maybe an audio point. drop instead of a visual <laughs> drop for a podcast. But uh, <laughs> uh man, uh, I know that you. I, I oh, I interested. Did. Anyone remember Timu? Oh, Polkinen. Polkinen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this was one. This was one where I talk about like where we try to big brain the NHL and we get too excited about a prospect. This was a guy, I think he was the last one, like from a forward perspective, where I was like, I'm never getting tricked again. <laughs> like, it wasn't about like getting excited for a guy, you know, like um, Jake Wellman, where, you know, I'm, I'm, I can, I can say I'm, I'm more excited than I should be. But for Polkanen, like this was one where I was like, oh my God, if this thing syncs up, we got OV 2.0 ready to go on every power play. Like that, I did, I, you know what? I probably did that for Ferky Boy, um, who's still lighting up uh, the minors, by the way. Um, for everybody who gets really excited for hey, players that uh, yeah. perform really well in the minors and say they shouldn't make that. Yeah, I mean, if uh, you guys are watching Bull Durham, Ferk is uh, Crash Davis down there. Oh, He's just lighting him up, baby. Woo! <laughs> Crash. All right. Uh, what was uh, what are we What are we doing? <laughs> what are no, we talking we, before about? We, before we went off the rails, what were we talking about a minute ago? I don't know. We were talking to Ace about um, Verona passing. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tristan, younger Matt sounded weird. <laughs> uh, GLJ, Griffins were stacked those years, especially with Timu. I, I, I got fooled. I really thought like you just go from minors up into um, right up into the NHL, and you got you got no, you just you know, with, Cup winning with, team. Listen, with with Timu, that was you know, what is this guy's path to the NHL? Uh, we're just going to airdrop him into a uh, good spot to score. And hopefully he gets a bunch of, <laughs> like a bunch of shots that that's not a path to the NHL. You know what I mean? We can't, we can't airdrop you. Um, yeah. Chewy's right there too. I, I just want to give I mean, the, I, I think Chewy threw that out there before we mentioned it. So I want to, but I mean Chewy's like Wallman, doing... like we're getting, you know, a little, a little amped right after one game, but I mean, there's a path it's to like... him being on the team for years to come. Right. There's a path. Um, or at least, I would say at year least next come. year. How about next year? How about next year? Before our, a year before all come. our unicorns. There's a path for him to maybe make it to training camp. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I just, I think the way I look at Wallman 
Why am I explaining this? Nobody. Let's keep talking about what we were talking. I'm just nuts. I already said I'm I'm <laughs> overthinking it with Wallman. And no, you go. were gonna. Let's I know what you're gonna do. So we could talk about Wallman again because uh, you got some uh, <laughs> some numbers here for us, Matt. What order did I put these in? Oh, time on ice. Good idea, Matt. All right. Um, Sick. So, yeah, oh, I know why I did that. Osterly. There we go. Okay, there was a a, a reason. Thank God. Yes, <laughs> there's kind of a reason. Um, I mean, we, we how many times are we going to bring it up on the show that we need uh, left side defensemen for next season? One of those guys is under contract next year, Mike. Uh, that's currently on the team. His name's Jordan Osterley. Mike led the team in minutes last night. God damn, twenty three point eight minutes. Point eight minutes. Who wants to do the math on point eight minutes? Um. Not a great, you know, like we, we always talk about the advanced analytics. It, it was uh, his expected goals for percentage, 43.87. Um, you roll that number all season. That's a that's a crappy season. Um, but it, it, I, I'm not I'm not mad at him or anything. I think he played an OK game. Um, Can I, I say I'm, um, I'm all about it? But uh, clearly, this is one of those things where uh, we're trying to fill some holes, and uh, Osterley just uh, happened to, to catch the most minutes yesterday. How, how do you feel about that? Can I say, uh, do we have any Office fans in the house? I got to know, because I'm pretty sure Osterley is uh, like season five Michael Scott, and he just goes up to Steve Eiserman, and he's like, Steve, here's my wish. I want you to meet a great guy, a great defenseman. I want you to be happy. And my wish has come true incidentally because you've met me and I'm a great defenseman. I'm going to make you happy. <laughs> so, um, uh, I, I don't, I don't know if we can really expect this to keep on keeping on, but, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm, you know, if you're playing the flyers, uh, feel pretty good. <laughs> the flyers. Saying, no. Yeah. Keep putting them out there. It's fine. Yeah. No, it's fine. Seriously. We'll yeah. be okay. Um, I, do, I, I love that perspective on it. Um, yeah, I, I would just say uh, they're giving these left side defensemen a shot. Let's see, you know, see what happens. I, I'm trying to hold back the laughs here. Um, just really surprising when I, I, I rolled the numbers that way. Um, but I, I, I uh, before ultimately we move what you're Osterley looking at. Again. What was that? Before we move off Osterley, just one last question. Yeah. Was that deliberate? Or do you think at the end of the game, Flash was like, what? I don't remember doing that. Combo of, of uh, you know, playing with Mo Sider. So he got uh, he got those extra minutes that way. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, I ruined your – you wanted to have fun. I keep burping. I ruined it. Oh, you're it. fine. Um, so uh, you got the cat sheet here. Oh, you know what we never did? No, we're not doing that yet. Oh. Mike, we got we got Mo Sider highlights. Oh, man, we almost missed that. Yeah. Man, Let me make sure. That's the only reason people tune in. <laughs> oh, my God. Watch him help. Watch I people lost. try to crash into him, and he just swats him away. I lost one of them. Give me, give me a minute. <laughs> All right, man. All right. So, Mo Sider, Mike, I don't know if you know this. He, he came from Germany. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah. The country? Oh, here it is. I found it. All right, good. Yeah, the country. <laughs> All right, let's talk about what other possible Germany. We're He's not from uh, Frankenmuth, Michigan? He's... <laughs> okay. Oh, but you got the highlight queued up here? Or are we going to talk about fudge and cheese? <laughs> We're going to talk about fudge and cheese, actually. It does sound pretty nice. All right. Now, 
this isn't everybody's favorite highlight from yesterday. This is our second favorite Mo Cider highlight. Uh, a pesky fly. Er. Comes hey. at Mo. <laughs> now, I actually want, I had this queued up a minute ago because uh, yeah. you were talking about uh, Mickey Redmond doing all of his cinnamon rolls with the Telestrator. Yeah. Uh, this was going to be one of those opportunities, but the puck gets away from Mo right here. Is everybody familiar with this highlight? Because you're about to like the next half a second quite a bit because Mo is pretty annoyed that he lost the puck. So we'll go, we'll go, let's go real time so you can see this. Loses the puck. Get out of here. All right, my puck. <laughs> Picks it up, gets it clean out of the zone. Mike, how many times have we finished a Mo Cider highlight and had to remind everybody that not only was it fun to watch or he just manhandles someone, uh, gets the puck out of the zone clean. He finishes the job every damn time get those little things right kiddos um but yeah who who creates content like this but then also he gets the basics down perfectly um gotta love it because he he did it again um he always he always reminds me like if you go to um like if you're gonna play basketball a bunch like against a bunch of like kindergartners and you could just dunk on them you know and you're (laughs) like vastly oversized and more powerful um, and you hold them to zero points because they their little arms can barely get the ball up. Like that's what it looks like when Cider's playing against other adults. Now, um, my some of my favorite comments, Mike. This was our hottest tweet yesterday. Uh, some of my favorite comments: Cider's a goon. Uh, this should have been um, interference on Cider. Uh, these are coming from <laughs> Philly fans. Uh, good, good on Cider to uh, bully a guy that's two thirds the size of him. Uh, all my favorite comments, Mike, because they all forgot that he didn't initiate the hit. <laughs> it's another guy trying to run at Cider and Cider gets, he moves the play, gets the puck where it needs to go. And then lays, and then he punishes him. <laughs> he punishes the, another pesky fly or, Trying to make a name for himself on Little Cider. Little Baby Cider. He's not little, but Baby oh, Cider. man. Awesome. I just don't know how you could be throwing shade at Cider. I mean, you can't get mad at Mount Everest because you tried to climb it and you died. Like, <laughs> that was your stupid idea to go up there without a Sherpa. Why are you trying to bother Mount Cider? I don't understand. Mike, does this does this continue to happen next season? Because I, I don't... I can't remember i can't recall another player in the nhl that gets run at like this and it's not it's not one of those things where it's like oh the rookie hazing's gonna end no are these guys gonna stop running at cider because they hate getting embarrassed and clowned by cider because that that's what's going on i i I I gotta say i think they're just trying to get famous right like to be the one to finally topple him (laughs) i mean that could be the case. He's been hit before. Like, he's been knocked down before. But I don't know. Eventually I just the, it's like, stop. I don't know where Cider's eyes are uh, physically, like, geographically placed on his skull. But he sees things like he's like a deer in the woods, where his eyes are, like, on the side of his head instead of, like, facing forward. So I don't know how he just always lines these guys up and, like, takes no damage from this. Incredible. We highlighted earlier, Mike, that Dylan Larkin was making space for Verana. 
<laughs> by, of course, keeping an eye on Carter Hart and Tyler Bertuzzi in front of him and giving the no-look pass to Verana. Mike, we've acknowledged the brain, the hockey brain inside Mo Sider multiple times this season. Yeah. Does Mo have these guys queued up in the periphery and is going for the no-look hit? You mean, does he have this, like, are these, uh, are these premeditated murders that Uh he's doing on the ice? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like, when the shift starts, when the shift starts, do you think he elbows a guy next to him? And he's like, watch this. And then he goes out there and (laughs) plays possum a little bit on the red line and then kaboom! Keeps his head down. Yeah. (laughs) I, I mean... Somebody's got to tell me. Like, is that has that ever been a thing for any other player that they're going to play possum and uh, just completely clown guys game after game? Yeah, I don't know. He's got to be doing something that, like, oh, this is going to be my shot. Like, he's not looking, but Bam. every time, bam! <laughs> Look at that guy. Oh, he, he you know what? Went airborne. Talk Man, about went airborne. Talk about getting clowned. Chris C brings up. Uh, Pavel Datsuk used to do this all the time. Oh, Mike, Chris I just to, got Chris trying to get a free sweatshirt over here. Woo! <laughs> Dropping some Datsuk love. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to pander to us. Woo! Oh, yeah. Um, also, Mike, you might, I don't know, if you if you just want to pick Chris, uh, he also loved your analogy of uh, climbing Mount Everest. So you've, you've got a fan, Mike. Uh, if one. anybody uh, isn't aware, we are giving away two, count them, two, uh, what's it called? <laughs> I'm, I'm hesitating because I can't remember what our sweatshirt's called after finishing that beer. Our eyes are playing fleeces. That's right. We're giving away two tonight. Uh, this episode's almost wrapping up, so you guys want to stick around. Um, hit that like button for us while there, we have so many people watching right now. That do us a great deal of good. Uh, but yeah, we have a couple of sweatshirts we want to give away tonight. Uh, don't worry. If uh, you're new to the show, you can still win, and it's not completely littered with Red Wings rant uh, logos. It says another Iser plan fleece, and of course, it's a fleece, so it's a fleece. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, did you? You just now got that? No, I knew the whole time, man. Come on. All right. I. You play right, we're looking at the cap sheet now. Let's roll on because we're running out of time here. <laughs> All right. Um, let's do this. Fourteen skaters under contract now for next season, Mike. We can go into this more as the, the season wraps up. And, of course, we have an entire offseason to do. How much should we take from the fact Tyler Bertuzzi's still around? Zadina's still around? Are we building our core now with these boys? I think, uh, you know how, um, as you kind of run out of time, like on a dude's contract, obviously the value goes down and what you can trade for goes down because, you know, now you're basically getting a rental for a couple months instead of having like a couple months and a year. Um, so, I mean, if, if Iserman is declaring that these guys are not going to be part of the future, whoo, that 2023, 2024 off season is going to be fascinating because uh, there's nobody on the team um, outside of Verona. Um, but yeah, it, it, uh, if you didn't trade him this year, I, I with Tyler having really good numbers, um, having very obvious games where he carried the entire team on his back, um, offensively, defensively, emotionally, um, you know, his, his value is pretty high. Um, and you would have had that extra year of service where you get to, um, you know, maybe rent him for a couple months if you were a, um, an opposing GM and you get that extra year in 2022, 2023. 
I guess I I guess that's you know you you hope that means that Iserman's going to be re-signing him because I I shudder to think what 2023 2024 is going to look like if this guy walks. Um, <clears throat> that's a lot of dudes uh, with contracts ending who are right in their primes, uh, like age what 27, 26, 27 years. I think uh, it was our boy Jared, who's not uh, in the comments tonight, uh, pointed out there's an Austin Matthews contract coming up soon too. Uh, so, not to say you go, not to say you go after Austin, like you absolutely have to go after Austin Matthews. Um, although that would be a fun summer, right? Um, can I can I but can I push back I, on that? If he doesn't sign an extension, you absolutely put in some sort of offer, even if it is crazy money. No, I, I'm saying you don't base your future off of, oh, I might be able to sign him. I'll meditate on that. Continue. I No, if you are focused I'm gonna meditate on, on it. I didn't say, I didn't say you... Possible unrestricted free agent, you are doomed. Uh, I do think oh, Jared says can... it wasn't him. I do He's think in the comments. Can, uh... Oh, my hey, God. Hey, Jared. He's away. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> All right, so now I don't Let me meditate on that. Let me meditate but on that. Point ahead. being, point being... Um, if we don't make huge splashes in free agency, don't forget we do need to sign our boys, our own boys, uh, next year. Uh, but there, there are future options and we don't, you know, if we, if we want to say that maybe we'll be closer to being a playoff contender next year, uh, maybe we're not making that big splash in free agency until we know that's the difference maker to make us that Stanley cup contender. So, uh, Jared, Thrown out their top tier journalism on my part, uh, Jared. If you didn't show up, that would have been that would have been fantastic. All right. Um, so here's the thing, folks. Uh, Tristan, I don't want to make you mad when I say this, but uh, congratulations. You want a sweatshirt? But here's the thing. I ran it five times, and you ran you won four times. Now, wow. The reason I ran it five times is because I was like, everybody's going to think we're we're making Tristan our favorite here. It's not. It's just Tristan does such a good job commenting throughout the whole show that when I was running these random numbers, Tristan just kept coming up. So, Tristan, congratulations. Uh, I, I, I can go back. I think uh, we might have given you something in the past. Um so I think I might still have an address, but if you could, can you just uh, email us? It's um, admin at bodpodcast.com, and you've got a you've got a sweatshirt coming your way. Woo! Congrats, <laughs> man! Yeah, Tristan is Matt's favorite. <laughs> no, I thought Chewy was Matt's favorite. I don't have favorites. There, you guys are all my children. I love you all equally. That's not true. I like Fethdar. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I all do right. like Fester a lot, but I love all of you guys. So, uh, that being said, Mike, winner number two. Not um, Fester. He did comment once tonight, buddy. Where were you? GLJ. Hey. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just going to call you GLJ. Uh, so, those are our two winners tonight. Hey, there's performance art. Performance art, you just missed out on winning sweatshirts. Oh. <laughs> Dang it. Late. That was a late bid there. Yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> Jared performance arts and shambles right now. <laughs> Matthew Guest 74. He says uh uh he's our favorite. 
Matt. He's uh, going for a fellow Matt. I like Matt pandering there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got to say, uh, Matt Guess and, and Matt Chewy are, are probably, they're in my top five. <laughs> All right, there he is. GLJ, you heard what hey. directions to Tristan. Please email us. Uh, it's admin at bodpodcast.com. Uh, what I need actually from both you guys, um, they come in red primarily, but I mean, if you want black, I guess you could have black. But uh, tell me your size uh, and um, what what else do you get for Switch? Oh, and I need your address. Uh, and then we'll send those on over. All right, Mike, real quick. Let's do yes. this. Let's do it. Um, we've got... Oh, I did mean to go over how much cap we have. That was, that was the slide we're going to skip. We'll go over that. We'll, we'll go into that deeper when we're doing our breakdown for our new center. Yeah, let's touch okay. on the game real quick. Mike, based on this, uh, we're looking at Jay Fresh's team by team breakdown, and we're looking at the matchups Red Wings versus Islanders. Mike, the Islanders uh, should absolutely lunch us, uh, despite us both being pretty low in the standings here. Um, you want to take a quick hit? Islanders or Red Wings? Well, I feel like we broke the seal. Um, I I don't really have a lot of respect for the Islanders. I'm sorry. Um, I, I it is a road game, but uh, I think that that ice cold streak is over. They got a little bit of that that Philly juice kind of coursing through them right now. Like, oh yeah, if we just shoot it, that bad boy's going in. Yeah, I don't care about no number three goaltending. We got goddamn Nadelkovich back there. And he's growing that hair out like a beautiful lion. We're going to take the goddamn Islanders down, baby. Woo! Give me a win for the Wings. Oh, you want to score so two? Fun. I, you want to really... score two? All right, give me uh, four to three, because I think that, that Philly juice, it's it's still coarse. So I thought you were saying that the Philly juice was going to get us overly confident and the Islanders were going to win. Yeah, but we needed some confidence. When we were on that tailspin, it was just like, fuck, another loss. And I think that was our first F-bomb, so I'm sorry. No, um, that's okay. Yeah, All right, well, I mean, I'm going Islanders win. Mike, no! Next up, Tampa Bay, Saturday at noon. Oh, noon 30, no. actually. Um, Tampa? This Saturday, Tampa, oh, Mike, oh, we no. do horrible in uh, day games. Yeah, we are not morning people um, in Detroit. Matt, this game will be no different. Give me 12 to 2 Tampa. <laughs> Tampa to cover, if I may. Yeah, that's uh that might be a good pick. Um yeah, we're horrible in day games, so I'm I'm going Tampa. Especially you know what? Uh, let me back off on the on the two part because usually Tampa will play like their um emergency goalie against us. Like I don't remember the last time we actually saw Vasilevsky. He always gets a break when the wings are on the schedule. Uh, performance art says how many games are left. I think we have 19 left. Um, yeah. So then we've, we've rolled through two of those 19. Uh, and then we've got Pittsburgh. Mike, this is. All right. You've got, you've got 24 hours. Okay. Cause it's Sunday at five o'clock, but it is the next night, but you have to travel to Pittsburgh. Not a, not a far trip but you know going from detroit to pittsburgh but it is one day um and we're also the detroit red wings pittsburgh fighting for some position here in the playoffs <sighs> i'm gonna go oh and three uh for these next three out of four um yeah this is not the uh ideal time to be playing the penguins um 
they're they're kind of firing right now on all cylinders and the Red Wings uh you know they got their their Philly juice but I think it runs out after one game and we run into a couple of buzzsaws um Ace Fishing very optimistic they're gonna get eight goals against the uh emergency goalie for Tampa Bay um who is coaching Little League peewee hockey uh, probably the night before Tristan does point out when Bertuzzi was going ham, we were playing uh, Vasilevsky. So, oh, we we, if Bertuzzi one. goes ham again, uh, we got a shot. All right. Well, performance I, art. Wings win 10 of the last 19. Very interesting woo. take. I would have said four. Um, here we are. <laughs> Look. I, uh, that, I'm not going to be spending my uh, DraftKings earnings on those uh, performance art bets. But, you know, hey, if you want to. You know, get an account. Um, you know, I think you get some money to start. Let me say this. We got some good cider highlights. Verona yeah. is good. He is. That Flyers team. <laughs> Mike, we it's got two empty horrendous. net goals. They yeah. almost tied it. Yeah. They, they got rid of arguably, you know, arguably one of their best forwards. Yeah. And they... Had to figure out lineups. They had to get chemistry rolling. You know what? They put up three. I don't want to hear your reason and logic right now. <laughs> I'm trying to sip my red Kool-Aid, and I'm not prepared for this, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be overly negative here. I don't want to be in the realm of logic and reason. All right? Give me my sugary, sweet, you know, Philly juice. <laughs> Give me that for just one game before we go into the Tampa and Pittsburgh blood dome. It's not going to be good. Uh, I do have to say, coming up after we play uh, three and four games, we've got the Rangers, which will be interesting because they're taking a slide because uh, the MVP of the league has decided uh, to do what most goalies do. We just talked about it in the last episode. Most goalies take a slide at some point. Um, Igor, of course, uh, trying to get it out of the way before the playoffs start. But I still think we might have an opportunity to take advantage of that. So that, that might be a win. I will say. So I'm being negative here saying 0 for 3. But I, I do want to say home against the Rangers. As long as they keep sliding and playing like garbage, <laughs> we got a shot. I mean, they, they just got destroyed by New Jersey and we're definitely in the New Jersey realm right now. So it's not, not totally insane. Um, I see Jared's you using throwing my out there eight wins. Eight. Tristan, Woo! he had to one up me here. Solid five. Thanks, Tristan. He's like, whoa, four, you moron. Five wins, uh, maybe six. Uh, drafting six overall once again. Oh, that's what he was saying. I thought he was saying six wins. Okay, so yeah, Tristan's got five. Uh, Jared's got eight. Performance art. Having us go above 500. I don't hate it, performance art. I, I love the optimism. I'm just being so... I want us to, to tank. Embrace the tank. All right, Mike, it's nine o'clock. Uh, we gave away some sweatshirts. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't want to mix up the letters. Give me a minute here, everybody. G G L J Tristan, hit us up. Uh, admin at bodpodcast.com. It would be really funny since I don't know your emails. If like we just got a ton of emails flooding in of like, oh, give me this, <laughs> Tristan. I'm you know, <laughs> I'm in what's a I don't know. I'm not gonna. Make it was Matthew Fresh right seventy four. That's uh, me <laughs> on my alternate email, Tristan. Hey. Yeah, Jer Jared Shaw at gmail.com. That's no, that's weird, Tristan. That's doesn't match up. Um, <clears throat> all right, I just accused Jared of stealing. Jared, I apologize. 
<laughs> I also accused you of saying that Austin Matthews should be a target in a couple years. I was just accusing you of things left and right, so you can take it. I do apologize. All right. Chewie's got seven wins. Matthew Guess, seven wins. Um, you guys commented at the exact I'm gonna same time. Seven? Uh, Which one of you is the burner account? For the night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jared, I'm just kidding. You're... You're fine. You're you're not gonna <laughs> steal sweatshirts. I was just kidding. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> Curtis. He's gonna pretend to be someone else. I did just get an email from somebody named GLJ. So I'll do some. And how research quick are you guys sure. with the fake burner accounts? It's awesome. <laughs> All right, everybody. Please, if this is your first episode, you had a little bit of fun. Hit that subscribe guys, button. Please, so you don't use miss. your real emails. Oh, we'll go. <laughs> Hit subscribe button so you don't miss our next episode. Um, what are we doing? All right, go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review. That does us the most good. And, of course, you can head on over to Spotify and review us now, too. And if you want your own uh, Plan fleece sweatshirt, head on over to BODpodcast.com and hit the shop button. It is the very last shirt uh, on that list right now since it's the most recent one I've added. Uh, we also have our new Red Wings Rant logo you guys can check out. And hashtag Save Us Verona t-shirt. That's right. That's available as well. Check all that fun stuff out if you want to support us. Uh, we tried to make all the t-shirts like under 20 bucks, so it's not too big of a hit. Um, but, yeah, the easy stuff, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, those five stars, a nice little ditty on uh, Apple Podcasts does us the most good. That's a lot of good. Yeah. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. I had a lot of fun tonight. I'm glad we gave away some sweatshirts. Um, oh, and don't forget at Keith Gave, you can get more details on the Vladinator book. Don't uh, don't miss out on that. You want to pre-order it uh, to help uh, Keith figure out his inventory. I, I, that actually is important. Um, if you don't want to wait forever for a book these days, pre-order it. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in, Mike. I missed you. I'm glad to have you back. Never again. Well, I mean, you're never going to miss another episode. <laughs> yeah. I walk off screen and come behind you and just... just... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, more people are signing in to watch, so we got to sign off before that keeps happening. All right. See you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>